Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and welcome to the results from the May quiz. Now, this for some people is more exciting than the results of the Hillary Clinton uh, debate, but uh, let's stick with this. Okay, so in this case, what's the key finding? And again, these are all findings that are important in renal trauma, but the key thing in this case is that small area of active extravasation. And the reason we consider that important is because patients with active extravasation may have more problems, uh, kind of continued bleeding. So I want people to notice that. It shows nicely on volume rendering, but especially nicely on MIP. And again, this was not really recognized for whatever reason on the axial imaging, but the laceration and the small area of active extravasation beautifully shown on this case. So we'll call it B, active extravasation is the most important finding. Now I ask about uh, this case, in this patient with a history of cervical cancer, what's the best diagnosis? And that kind of gives it away a little bit because what does cervical cancer have to do with anything? Well, cervical cancer is typically treated by radiation. Here you have thickened bowel, there's thickening of the mesentery. You can think about inflammatory disease, maybe infectious disease, but in a patient who's had pelvic radiation, you better be thinking about radiation enteritis. It's particularly common in cervical cancer where patients get high-dose radiation therapy, and that indeed is the answer. I asked you here for the least, for the next case, number three, I asked you what is the least likely diagnosis, and what I showed you was multiple masses in the subcutaneous tissues. They're solid, so lymphoma is a possibility, metastatic melanoma, which this in fact was, Breast cancer can give you subcutaneous nodules. So lipomas is the wrong answer. Lipomas can give you nodules, but the nodules would be, of course, of fat density, and these were solid. So that's the least likely diagnosis. Very impressive case with 3D volume rendering. Next case, case four, I asked you what the best diagnosis is. And this is a very interesting case. You can see the kidneys are infiltrated. There's infiltration of the perirenal space. So you could see this with lymphoma, and you know it's hard to say lymphoma wouldn't be a good answer here there is the stranding also around the aorta and theoretically that could be lymphoma as well it's not acute polynephritis because it's infiltration and the kidneys function too well it's not renal vein thrombosis so really I guess if you told me lymphoma I can give you half credit but this was retroperitoneal fibrosis I guess one helpful thing is that there's no adenopathy which would lead you to lymphoma Beautiful example of peri and pararenal space involvement by RPF, or retroperitoneal fibrosis, as is known to its friends. Next case, what's the best diagnosis here? You can see from the possible answers, we're looking at diaphragmatic pathology. What a case. Look at the stomach, look at the bowel, the bowel's in the left chest. You can get elevated diaphragm, but that's not an elevated diaphragm, and it's not even tracing, and it's not a lipoma. This is actually a ruptured diaphragm. Patient must have had trauma in the past. The uh, abdominal contents are in the chest, and this is easily to develop obstruction or volvulus, and this patient indeed will get surgical repair. Very nice 3D example of this entity. Next case, what's the best diagnosis? Beautiful example of a scapula, which is infiltrated, and then you see this destructive process. This patient actually had a history of enchondromas. I didn't write that down for you, but uh, you can see this is not infection, and it's not a simply uh, benign enchondroma or osteochondroma. You can see a few of those lesions in the lower portion of the scapula. In the mid-body, you lose the, uh, the definition of the bone. You have a soft tissue process. This is malignancy, and this was a chondrosarcoma. Very impressive example. 
and beautiful 3Ds of the scapula. Okay, case seven, I asked you what gave this patient an FUO, and you can see a paraspinal mass. You also see bony destruction. That's a classic example of a paraspinal mass, which is due to osteomyelitis and paraspinal abscess. Could be bacterial, could be TB. It's not the appearance of trauma, nor metastasis, nor sarcoma. This is just a classic example of infection. Good diagnosis. I asked you about this case. What about the LAD? In this case, I'm just simply showing you a beautiful example of the LAD with multiple diagonal branches. It's absolutely normal, but just a very nice example, and I liked it so much, I threw it into the quiz. Hey, when you're in charge, you can do what you want. What about this case? What's the best answer? I show you volume rendering in MIP of a 3-centimeter right renal mass. Interestingly, in the volume rendering, you see the cystic component, but the key thing is the hypervascular nature of this lesion. This is a renal cell carcinoma. Perhaps, just perhaps, the cyst was there and the tumor has kind of engulfed it. It's interesting with the MIP, you just see hypervascularity. You don't even see that cystic component. And again, best diagnosis, renal cell cancer. Case 10, what's the best diagnosis here? And what I showed you in this example was an obvious pancreatic head tumor. But what you should remember is this tumor is denser and the rest of the pancreatic texture, which shows fatty infiltration. Adenocarcinoma is typically low density. Abscesses are rare. They show air bubbles, model density. It's not going to be an abscess. IPMNs are cystic. So the only thing you're left with is an islet cell tumor. And islet cell tumors will commonly be of higher density. They're commonly vascular. They may contain calcifications. So that's the right answer. And with that, hopefully you got all 10 right. 10 terrific cases for May 2007, and I'll see you one month from now with our answers for the June quiz. Thanks a lot, and have a great day.